Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, G. Hey, man. Good morning, Mikey. Just rolling in. I know, right? The coffee shop is open for business. So what do you want to talk about today, man? You're... Well, you know, I can't believe it. Love but we're having these coffees with you. I know. We're, uh, we're at step 10 already. I can't believe that uh, we're marching through these steps. I'm glad there's only 12 because uh, summer's coming. Well, some have 13, but we're not going to talk about the 13th no, right. step, yeah, right? Yeah, we won't talk about that. So, yeah, we're talking about the 10th step this morning. Glad you're uh, glad you're here. But, you know, we were talking before we queued up, and uh, a couple things maybe we can uh, bounce back and go to a couple housekeeping issues before we jump into 10. Yeah, I love the housekeeping. <clears throat> so, you know, we're, we're getting some interactions on social media. We're getting some emails and stuff, and, and certainly appreciate that. Love love it when folks reach out and just kind of say hi. And, you know, they uh, critique how sleepy that we sound sometimes. But uh, I'm sorry, did you say something? I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're, you're, still, you're still sleeping, I know. Um, but love to point folks to, uh, you, know, want, you know, go back in the podcast library on the website, um, on, you know, wherever you get your podcasts from. And one of the first podcasts is called Behind the Counter. Right. And it really just highlights, um, you know, what we're about, Mm -hmm. you know, why we're doing this, what we're about, um, some structure, et cetera. Um, You know, just to bullet point a couple of them, you know, we are trying, underline the word trying, to keep them to 18 minutes because that's the average length of time it takes to drink a cup of coffee. You're so scientific. Yeah, but we are not scientific when we go 23, right? Uh, so right. We're, we're, we're trying to stay at 18. Um, you know, love the uh, Coffee Kitty donations. Thank you very much. That helps support production. Uh, Mikey and Glenn get zero of that personally. Everything gets, you know, plowed back into production. That's a fact, Jack. That's a fact, Jack. And then we uh, drop at 4 a.m. on Wednesdays, you know, our, our regular drops, um, and then we're doing some bonus drops. Um, I, I guess that's the, the lingo bonus drops on Sunday. And what we're trying to do is incorporate folks' uh, people's stories, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, where, where they join us, you know, either in the studio or dial in on Zoom or, um, but where, where they come in and share their experience, strength and hope. And what a privilege that is, man. What a, what a, you know, when, when, when folks come in and open up, you know, to the entire world, yeah. You know, kind of what's what happened, what they did, and what things are like now. And man, we're getting some powerful stories. It's been great. I'm, I've been learning a lot, and and uh, we're fortunate to uh, to hang with a bunch of people who have some really strong stories of recovery and hope. And uh, and it's just been great having people join us for coffee to share that with us. And uh, the other thing I want to mention too on that topic is sober.coffee. 
Um, so yeah, not sober.coffee.com. You know, everybody's got it. Anybody can have a .com address. We have a everybody's got we have a .coffee address. So sober.coffee on the web. It's got the resource room. It's got a place for you, like I, like you said, to uh, you know, pop a couple bucks into the kitty if you're so inclined, and uh, and a, a lot of great resources. Yeah, and the resources, there there's stuff that we talk about here on the show. There's right. stuff outside the show. Some of it's twelve step related. Some of it's not. Um, and you know, like to underline that everything's a work in motion, that's right? right. That, that, that's kind of our asking for forgiveness for not being perfect, but uh, you know, and uh, so the website's you know in motion. We're actually working on a uh, potential sponsorship that's super cool. Can't can't wait to talk about that. So a lot of stuff going on, and then always shout out to Audio Hive uh, and our and our chief engineer Brian. He's Brian. All, he's all right. He keeps the coffee brewing. Yeah, he, he helps make chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> As I like to say. That's right. All so right. Thank well, you, that's Brian. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's get down to step 10 since we're... You we've got, got it. it. Yeah. So step 10 says, continue to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, love this word, promptly admitted it. Yeah, again, man, there's... This whole this whole uh, program's built off words, and and back when I surrendered, and, and we've talked about that. Back when I surrendered, I said, you know what, I'm going to listen to the words, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 there's people today in the rooms and meetings and stuff, and and they point to the words, and they, you know, and we were just talking about this, you know, they they sit there and say, well, I don't agree with those words, or I don't agree with that, or I would shape it this way, or I would say it this way, or phrase it that way, and. And and I think that's dangerous, man, because mm-hmm. as soon as you start doing that, where's the line? Right. Right? That's Mikey, that's Glenn, that's that's Bob saying, Hey, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna impart my ego into this and my weight into this. And and I look at him, I'm just like, where do you draw the line? If you don't like those words, why do you like you know, because then you're making your decision for your own program. Right. So I so I love the fact that you point out the words. Right. So so uh, what you're saying is if you either buy into the program word by word or don't buy into the program. If you don't buy into the program word for word, then then you're kind of short selling yourself. Or if, yeah, and if, if you're putting your words into it, mm-hmm. then you're putting the same brain that, that got you into the alcoholism, that right. got you into your bottom, that got you into hell potentially, right? It's the same brain that you're using to mess up your program going forward, to mess up the solution. That's a great base. That's what I think. Yeah, no, that's a great base. So continuing to take inventory. Uh, you know, for for me, when I was drinking, you know, most everything was somebody else's fault, right? Most most everything I did during the day uh, left a path of of some destruction. You know, I wasn't crashing crashing cars on 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 the left and right guardrails, but but certainly I was leaving destruction. I, I picked and chose what is that. Is that even grammatically Choose. correct? Choosed? I choosed. Anything you say is right, Mike. Uh, yeah, right. There you go. Uh, no, but I, I, I would pick things, and, and for the most part, I, ne- I never looked at what my role or what my part of that scenario was, what the role I played. It was always about somebody else, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, Glenn. And, and so I never looked at admitting that I was wrong in any scenario. I mean, that was just a character defect of mine that I uncovered in step six and seven. Yeah, I was, I was pretty much the same thing. You know, that um, I never really took any personal inventory. You know, I 
I went from, you know, start to hit my goal and I didn't really care what happened in the middle. I didn't care what I had to do, you know, as long as I hit that goal, mm-hmm. you know, that goal was it, you know, it wasn't how you played the game. It was, did you hit your goal? Right. And, and when I messed up or when I, you know, stepped in mud, you know, Hey, I just said, Hey, that's just a speed bump. I got to find a way around this. And, and, you know, I didn't really care what I did to people, right. you know, as long as I hit that goal, that was, that was the, the, the whole objective. Right. But that, if, didn't that feel? But that was then. Yeah. Doesn't that feel that that attitude, that outlook, though, fueled uh, my addiction, right? Because because I, I inherently I felt bad about what I was doing, and my only my only recourse was to blur that, was to numb that. It certainly feels it feels the the self. I mean, for, for me, it fueled selfishness. Mm-hmm. Right. I only mm-hmm. cared about me. I only cared about hitting my goals. Everything else just didn't matter. So, and and then my selfishness fueled my addiction, mm-hmm. big time. R- right, right, exactly. <clears throat> so I, um, you know, certainly when I got to step ten, uh, the good news is I had an understanding of taking personal inventory. Right, going through steps four and yep. five. Yep, absolutely. Right? Right. Again, why they're why they're done in order. Right, I didn't have to redefine what taking personal inventory was all about. I did it extensively in steps four and five. So this now is a maintenance step that that is calling me to do this on a daily basis, and and so that that's a discipline that I've had to learn, and and it doesn't just mean doing it once a day. For me, it means doing it during the day, multiple times during the day. Yeah, but I think that's a process. And and going back to what you said about steps four and five, I mean, you know. You know, I talk to so many people and we hear in the rooms that steps four and five. I mean, that's like takes, and, and steps eight and nine, takes monstrous weight mm-hmm. off of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, stuff that we've done our whole lives, how we've damaged people, hurt people. You know, we've recognized it. We've taken the personal inventory. We've understand, you know, our own ownership. And then we started cleaning it up with eight and nine, mm-hmm. right? We, we started making amends. And like you said, you know, it's not saying I'm sorry. It's how can I make it right? Right. Which is totally different. Right. Um, you know, and then um, the way the way I look, and, and that's why I like the word continued because it keeps that street clean, right? right? It keeps that weight off so that for me, I, I live better. I live lighter and I don't need to drink to escape all the shit that I've done and I'm doing in my life right you know it, you know it gives me a tool mm-hmm. to keep the street clean right and and I liken it to a snowball I know we're uh you're a big skier but mm-hmm. uh you know you start with a little snowball and yeah if you properly roll and pack that snowball it, it gets pretty big and so this continued to take personal inventory and when we're wrong promptly admitted it you know it, it allows me to keep my snowballs rather small I can manage a small snowball I can't manage the bottom part of a snowman Right. So, you know, as you know, we, we break these uh, coffees up into three sections, right? You know, experience, you know, sharing kind of where we were, what happened. And then, you know, strength, meaning, you know, what tools are we using in the sober gym, right? Sure, right. And then hope, mm-hmm. meaning what, are we, what results are we getting today or what can we hope for tomorrow, right? Right. So, strength, what did, what did you do? And, and I'm asking this kind of open-ended, but I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm probably going to feed you here. 
You said something the other day in a meeting that just smacked me, and it was really good. I mean, I work with guys. I'm always looking for ways to, you know, improve how I work with with uh, guys. And you said something the other day in a meeting, and you know about when to work step ten, right? And hey, steps are in order, and that's what I preach to to my guys and how I coach them and suggest to them. Hey, they're in order, and they're in order for a reason. Mm-hmm. But you said something the other day, and and just want to, you know chat about it is you said your sponsor had you do step 10 like right out of the gate like like along with one along with two along with three let's start working on step 10 unpack that for me talk to me about how that happened what that looked like kind of how some effects that 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 you got from doing that yeah well let me tell you first about the relationship i had with my sponsor Uh, we had we had very clearly defined roles and and my his role was to guide me my role was to do whatever he said to do. and Sounds like a great relationship that, to me. <laughs> that's right. And, and the base of that relationship, the basis was that I w- was willing to do whatever he said as long as I never picked up a drink again, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and didn't return to my old habits. So he told me if that, if that was my desire, uh, right out of the gate, he said, what you need to do is stop. You need to stop acting the way you were acting that caused you these actions that caused you to drink and use. So, so yeah, his, his approach was, let's start with daily inventory. Let's make sure that we're not accumulating more garbage that we're going to have to deal with when we get to steps four and five. We can, stop, we can stop the flow of water right now by crimping the hose. Hmm. And, and it was great advice to me because... because even though I wasn't drinking, I was still acting uh, and letting some of my character defects uh, really drive my uh, my activity, which really was adding this these guilt and remorse and right all these emotions that concern me when it comes to my sobriety. Does that make sense? No, totally. And I love that. Start working on that earlier. Um, you know, because then you you stop adding to the pile, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. kind of sooner than. Then later, um, <clears throat> yeah, when I was in my uh, four-month program, you know, I, had, I heard somebody this week say, oh, it takes 28 days to change your habits. And, and we've talked about this. For me, you know, my inner brain, my right hand to left hand, it takes more than, than 28 days. And I, I was in this four-month program, and we did page 86 mm. of the big book. You know, what to do in the morning, what to do at night. And we would meet every morning. There were eight of us. Met every morning at seven a.m., and then every night at ten p.m., which was late for me. But I mean, hey, I complied. I surrendered. And um, and then you know, at night we review our day, right? And and so that was started to be a very conscious effort because we went around the room and we told on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you know, first of all, did did you do what you said you were going to do today? You know, and then hey, along the way. Did you did you harm anybody? Mm-hmm. Did you offend anybody? Did, you know, do you, did you do anything that you need to say you're sorry for, or make amends for? And we did that for four months, mm. um, and I still do that today. Right. You so know? it created a habit. It really created a habit, but then over time, um, you know, again, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but over time, as I live throughout my day, and I say, hey. You know, that's why, you know, with this step 10, you know, um, promptly, right? Mm-hmm. And, and promptly could be, 
you know, instead of like step four, f- four, five, eight, nine, instead of doing it 20 years later, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm doing it a day later, mm-hmm. right? When I was looking at it at night and making my list, I said, okay, I have to go back to so-and-so tomorrow and so on. Yeah. But then as, as I started getting that routine, as I lived through the day, I started to become a w- more aware and recognize in real time mm-hmm. when I was screwing up. Right. Right. And, and, um, so then I, you know, instead of waiting until the night to recognize, now it's happening in real time. And, and now, you know, I say something offensive to my wife and I have a couple examples. I'm not going to go into them, but they are good. Um, you know, now I'm able to stop and say, you know, hey, babe, I'm sorry. I, you know, I shouldn't have put it that way. You know, I apologize. How, how can I make that right? You know, and then the step beyond that is you just start living better. So you make less amends. Yeah, you don't want to have those conversations every night. It right. kind of it loses its weight. You know, I, I keep a bookmark, and I brought it in with us today because I knew we were talking about step ten. But uh, just some just some bullets in my book at the end of my readings at night, and uh, and I ask myself these questions. And there's just a you know ten of them. But you know, where was I dishonest or resentful? You know, did I say or do anything that would warrant an apology? Have I been worrying about yesterday or tomorrow? Did I allow myself to become obsessed about anything? Have I allowed myself to become too angry, too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, right? Halt. And do I suffer from any physical, mental, or spiritual problems? What steps can I take to do better tomorrow? And lastly, what do I have to be grateful for today? That's how I end my day, just by filtering my day through those questions. I found it really helpful. I picked that up at uh, from another, uh, you know, another guy in in the program, and and uh, it's been very helpful. Keeping it in my book, I I read it and and just ask myself those questions again, just so that the snowball doesn't get any bigger. That is super strong, man. I just love that list. Um, you know, I think you know, I think doing it at night is is fantastic. You know, and it helps you know clean out the mind, man. Just right. clean up the street, clean up the trash, clean off the weight. And then you can have a very nice, uh, restful, peaceful, nice sleep. I mm-hmm. think I, I think that's great. Yeah, you know, one of the things I try to do, and I, and I love how you said, uh, it, it, you don't have to wait to the for the end of the night to do it. it. As a matter of fact, it's even a little bit better because you have an opportunity to clean that side of the street the same day and really hit that pillow with a clear conscience. Yeah, but I think in, in in the end, you know, some on on the hope section. In the end. Mm-hmm. If you're really committed to doing all that, it's a natural process to just start living better because of your awareness. You know, you're aware of how you're living, you know, and in step six, worked on that list of 194 character defects. You know, you know, it's all a process to to live better. For me, it's live a life that I don't need to drink to escape from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I look at people, places and things differently. Uh, there's much less stress. Uh, mind you, I didn't say there's no stress. Life is life is still stressful. I get that, and uh, things are still going to happen. But it's just the way it's my perception because of looking in a mirror. My perception is so much lighter and less stressful than than before when I when I had a pair of glasses on that that that. And, and, and looked at a, a, a picture that didn't include me. Yeah, and when we, when we talk and use the word peace and, and the way I define peace is, you know, just a point in time where 
everything seems okay, mm-hmm. right? And 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 I think if you're aware of you know the crap that's on the street, you're aware of you know a avoiding you know living in those character defects. But hey, I mean, life is life, and stuff happens, and we are not perfect, and you know it's progress, not perfection. Right. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, all those fun phrases, you know, that when things do happen, hey, we have a process to say, hey, I didn't mean that. Right. 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 I love it. I love then, step- but yes. one last thing. Yes. Because I know your coffee's empty. I, I got to go back up to the brew counter. One last thing. And I love these, these words to take personal inventory. Mm. Oh, so I can't take your inventory. You can, but then you'd have to, you know, at night, you need to make amends for that. No, but it's so, I mean, lived my entire life picking out what was wrong with you. Yeah. You know, picking out, you know, sitting at the table and pointing out what was wrong with everybody else. And I never pointed the finger at myself. I never looked at what I did or took ownership for what I did. So, so I think that's important. You know, personal inventory, I think that's just a reminder that we focus on our own lives not taking the inventory of others and pointing out problems with others. Right. And the beauty is if you work the step, if you work the step, really work the step, you go to bed at night and you feel a lot better about your chances for the next day. So. Absolutely. And then, you know, again, just to re repeat what, what you mentioned, I think it's great to do it earlier than, than later. There's, there's yeah, no, no, demer- no demerits. In, no, there's in, no demerits in, in doing jumping. this. Not, hey, Step jumping to eight and nine. Yes, there, that's a problem. There's demerits for that. Yeah, go right. back and listen. Go back and listen to steps eight and nine. That's yeah. il- that's illegal right there. That'll get you pulled right. over. Right. All but, right, Glenn. But doing step ten, man. I I love how you put that. You know, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe.